Happy Friday, everybody. Not only is it Friday, the end of the week, which therefore means the weekend. <laughs> um, I know, amazing deductive reasoning and logic there. It's October 1st, which is so crazy because, um, yeah, yeah, falls upon us. But, like, October. Like, it just turned 2021 legitimately last week. I mean, it really didn't literally. I mean, figuratively, as in this year is going by so quick. But October 1st, which means... Tonight, I'm going to be on my couch without chocolate and, like, an assortment of delicious, uh, festive Halloween cookies watching Hocus Pocus. Probably twice. Um, and then I'm going to start, like, uh, I don't know. What other Halloween movies do I love? Hocus Pocus is, like, number one. Um, muck-a-muck-a-muck. I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's really, really freaking me out here because it's Halloween. Like, what? I don't know, and I always feel like, because I stopped trick-or-treating when I was, like, 18 years old, because my friends and I literally lived for it, and it was uh, so much fun, and we'd go around our town, and I'm from a town where, like, there are a lot of really big houses, and, you know, a lot of, like, well-off people, and these people were, like, just had buckets and buckets of candy bowls that they would leave out for kids to take. I mean, naturally, we would take, like, all of it and run away, because we were, like, little savages like that, but still. Nonetheless, brings back many uh, nostalgic memoir um, of past Halloween, so living for it. But anyways, I hope you all had a fabulous week and are going into a great weekend. And before I get into our five excellent stories, if I may say so myself, that I've selected and picked for you guys, I should talk about this 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 new show on Netflix called um, Squid Game, um, which is a Korean fictional drama. Uh, and it's, I saw a, a, a TikTok, a clip of it on TikTok, and I was like, what the hell is this? So I went to YouTube and I watched like a really I'm, like, really scarred after watching this scene. It was a bunch of um, men and women running, playing red light, green light. But instead of, like, re- when the you say red light, green light, you know, when you were a kid, you stop, and then green light, run, red light, stop. Duh. But this in this particular film, I haven't watched the entire film, so I don't know the exact context of it. I just saw the YouTube videos, and I was, like, really scarred by it. It's a robotic girl who turns around and says, green light. And then when she turns around and says red light, if somebody moves and there's like 50 to 100 people, they get like shot. It's really, really graphic and really scary. But like apparently the show's really like popular on Netflix. And I got to watch it. But I don't know if anybody else has watched this show. It's called Squid Game. And if you have, like drop me a DM on Instagram because tell me didn't tell me what's it, what it, excuse me, what it is all about. Because I'm just like, what the hell? There's like so much weird content that's, you know, put out. But Netflix... <laughs> Netflix is its own thing, so I don't even know. But anyways, I just thought I would bring that up because it's a little, um, it's a little shocking. But that's not, uh, one of our, one of our staple stories today. Our first, well, our first staple and main story of the day is really the big news of the day, which dropped yesterday and I literally screamed because I actually thought this was amazing. Um, that is Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, um... Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige are the headliners for the Super Bowl halftime show, which is really, really exciting. And, you know, I think it's a really great choice because this is not like your typical pop teeny bopper star. These are like iconic legends in the hip hop rap game that, I mean, Eminem at the Super Bowl. I love Eminem. Love him. Um, I think he's an iconic artist and he really is the bee's knees. And um, yeah, stuff is a bit grotesque and, you know, he curses a lot, but he's iconic. And Mary J. Bilge, I love Mary J. Bilge. And the reason why I say Mary J. Bilge is because of the show The Comeback. If you know, you know. If you don't know, then I highly suggest you watch season one of The Comeback when um, it's the Palm Springs episode. And for those of you who know, you know why I'm saying it that way. But anyways, this is from TMZ. Let's read it and then we'll chat and chat because this is just so thrilling. 
The Super Bowl halftime show will feature not one, not two, but five incredible music artists this Feb, with Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Bills, Mary J. Blush, slated to perform. The epic list was just announced, with Pepsi revealing the lineup for the big game at Sophie Stadium in LA on Sunday, February 13th. The halftime show is absolutely nuts. As the company knows, there are 43 Grammy Awards and 19 Billboard topping al albums amongst the bunch, and they'll all be sharing the stage in LA. The show's lineup marks a whole lot of sense to L.A., um, Dr. Dre, Stoop, and Kendrick are all born and raised in the City of Angels. Jay-Z, who played an instrumental part in getting the lineup together, says the event will be, quote, history in the making. The announcement Tuesday also notes the show is expected to be 12 minutes of unforgettable greatness. Nearly 100 million people tuned in last year to watch The Weekend perform in Tampa Bay, which I actually thought was a great performance. I love The Weekend. And now that he's um, being linked to Andrew Jolie iconic um the halftime show has certainly amped up the talent in recent years with j-lo shakira beyonce maroon 5 justin timberlake katie perry um and um lady gaga there is one artist who i wish was being included in this bunch and that is outcast one of my favorite bands ever andre, andre 3000 i think is and benji i don't know i'm tired i haven't had coffee yet i love i love outcast uh, Roses and Hey Yeah, iconic songs. And of course, Sarah Miss Jackson, Ooh, I am for real. This is so iconic and this is so great. Thank you, Jay-Z, for helping, you know, orchestrate this, these, like, masters of their craft. Um, I'm not a football fan. I'm not a football girly. I did watch The Year the Patriots performed, um, and I think they've been in a lot. But my favorite halftime shows are, of course, Beyonce, iconic. Lady Gaga was iconic. Katy Perry was iconic. Um, oh, and this is what I was going to say. I think when... And if Miss Britney Spears, who actually her next story is about, is ready to perform, and if she is ready, not saying she has to be, she needs to be a Super Bowl halftime show, because she, she, she's it. She's the bee's knees. She's, like, the queen of the world, and she should do what she wants, and Pepsi should pay her, like, $100 million, literally a dollar per viewer, which 100 million people, she should be paid $100 million, um, to, just, like, the emancipation of Britney, you know, just to celebrate it, and I think that would actually be a really good choice, so... Here's a hoping. And I have a, I have a feeling that might be the case because by that time, she will have been either released from her conservatorship or, you know, Jamie's gone. Something will have happened. And I think Britney should be um, the headliner. So that would be so epic. But yeah, this is so exciting. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to this halftime show. Um, and I don't often say that, but this this one I really am. I mean, Mary J. Bilge, oh, iconic. But anyway, speaking of the queen herself, Miss Britney Spears. Oops, I posted some nudes. Okay, TMZ posted this fabulous article and britney spears is living her best life clearly as we can see britney spears sure like she, britney spears sure looks like she's feeling free after the judge in her conservatorship case took control away from her dad because she just posted a bunch of racy and fabulous may i add photos the singer just dropped a photo dump on her official instagram page and it's 10 photos of her either fully nude or topless <laughs> yes queen uh britney looks like she's on a tropical beach getaway in the hot shots and it sounds like she's in a playful mood too pl um saying quote playing in the pacific never hurt anybody oh my gosh britney spears looks fabulous by the way her figure britney strategically placed flower emojis on her body covering up her nipples and other parts even so not much is left of the imagination here as you know britney's father jamie spears was suspended from her conservatorship wednesday in a monumental court hearing by the way sorry there's a helicopter flying and they live in a so it's very normal check out the pics um no wonder why i say i'm sorry put a ring on it i mean obviously with britney spears you guys she looks she's like a banging figure she looks happy she looks radiant and these like beach photos are magnificent i wonder what island she's on because i need to get there myself because i need a little spritz and a bake but this is so iconic and i'm really looking forward to more premium britney content now that she's ridding herself of her father who's probably controlling who probably had has had say over her past social media content um but no more jamie spears no more
um, very, very exciting. And um, congratulations, Brittany. Uh, you live your best life, girl. Travel around the world. Travel for the next year until the next Super Bowl because I want to see you perform, girl. Because I love you. Now, our third story of the day is very sad news because Real Housewives of Atlanta is losing another OG. Not OG, but like a staple of the franchise, which is crazy. What is happening here? <gasps> Portia Williams confirms exit from Real Housewives of Atlanta after 10 seasons. Okay, this is from page six. I was shocked when I read this. Portia Williams of the Real Housewives of Atlanta fame has confirmed that she will not be returning onto the Bravo hit after 10 seasons. Quote, after 10 life-changing, gratifying, incredible years, it is finally time to begin my next chapter. Next season, I will not be returning to the Real Housewives of Atlanta franchise, the reality star 40 revealed via Instagram Thursday afternoon. Quote, this was a difficult decision not to not only make, but also come to terms with, she continued. It's one I have put a lot of thought into, and because of that, I know it's the right one. I want to thank Bravo, truly original and andy cohen for this opportunity and the show's producers editors and assistants for working tirelessly every day to create our show williams went on to thank fans um who've witnessed her quote unbelievable highs and unbelievable lows on the series and assured them that she'll soon be returning to the small screen she also revealed that a memoir titled quote the pursuit of portia will be released november 16th how exciting as for the rest you'll just have to wait and see love ya she concluded Williams' departure came as a surprise to co-star Candy Burris, who commented, quote, I was hoping you weren't for real leaving, wishing you the best on all you've got going on. Um, her decision to ditch the series means that fans may not be able to get the behind-the-scenes scoop on her relationship with fiancé Simon Gobaldia, who proposed to Williams just after a month of dating. He also asked for her hand in marriage before finalizing his divorce from friend of the show, Fallon Guabodia. The news came just days after Real Houses of Atlanta co-star Cynthia Bailey also turned in her peach. Andy Cohen also commented saying, I hope this is more like a pause rather than a final goodbye. It's so crazy because we're at a crazy time where so many of the OGs are leaving because it's been so long. Ten years is a really long time and it doesn't seem like that because these seasons fly by, but like Portia's probably got other stuff going on. But I mean, like, look at Kyle Richards. She's she's an OG. Um, Ramona Singer's an OG. Countess Luann is an OG. Candy's pretty much an OG. She came in in season two, which I really like. And she replaced, um, uh, not Lisa, but who was the other one? Deshaun. I love Real Houses of Atlanta so much. And I really, really, I am praying that Nini comes back. But I know next season, it's so far, it's Candy, Marlo, someone else, and she by Sheree. Sheree Winfield's coming back. I mean, Sheree's enough for me. Sheree makes up for, you know, Cynthia and Portia being gone. But Sheree and Marlo, I mean, that epic fight where they're in South Africa, iconic. And Sheree's just everything. Season one, Sheree is... Uh, who got check me, boo? But anyways, um, congratulations to Portia. Ten years, you had a great run, girl. And um, I'm excited to see what she's, she's doing next. Same with Cynthia. This is, like, monumental. It's crazy. Time sure does fly by. Okay, third story of the day. No, one, two, three. Fourth story of the day... Um, Wendy Williams, another update with Miss Wendy. Uh, she's pushing back her return to the show. Um, Wendy Williams' show delay was decided within the last 24 hours. This is from page six. The decision to postpone the season 13 premiere of the Wendy Williams daytime show, daytime talk show, again, was a last-minute call. A source exclusively told page six Thursday, yesterday morning, that production believes Wendy needs more time to focus on her health, so it's delaying the show until October 18th. Um, quote, Healing is not a straight-line process, I sort of shared, uh, hour as in page six. It was felt within the last 24 hours that we wanted to give her, as in Wendy Williams, more time to recover. According to the insider of the show, pushed back the premiere an additional two weeks because it didn't want to start the show and then stop. 
We wanted to make sure Wendy was 100% ready, the source added. Um, Page is also told that Williams will 1,000% host when the show returns in October, despite the vague nature of the announcement. That noted the show will return, not necessarily with Williams, although Williams, 57, has publicly grappled with Graves' disease and a breakthrough case of COVID-19. Um, an insider said that neither of those ailments is what's keeping her off the air. It's getting clear on what's going on, our source said cryptically, noting that Williams will address her health ups and downs when she returns to host, which I'm actually really curious to watch and see. Um, yeah, I mean, we all, it's famously been documented that Wendy has struggled with, you know, obviously the divorce from her husband, Kevin, and he has a new child with a uh, new woman, and I'm sure that's taken a toll on Wendy, and, you know, Wendy in the past past, not saying this is the true reason for her uh, delay of returning to the show and whatnot, but, you know, she's said, been very public about her past struggle with substance abuse and whatnot, um... So who knows? I mean, I, I know Wendy's very candid and open, and I'm, I'm looking forward to her return because I'm a huge fan of hers, and uh, she's hilarious, and I can't wait for her to return to that big purple chair and literally just be a queen doing her job because there's nobody that can replace Wendy Williams, except for maybe me. <laughs> I can do a Wendy. I'm just kidding. I'm not being shady, but like I love Wendy, so I, I wish her a speedy and healthy recovery. Not speedy, like a, a speedy in the sense that like I hope she herself heals inside, and you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna, And I love her cats, Chit and Chat, whatever her cat's name that she posts on Instagram. Love her. Love you, Wendy. Um, yeah, so this brings, us, uh, this brings us to the fifth and final story of the day. Uh, actually, a positive update. Um, this is from Deadline. Uh, Disney and Scarlett Johansson resolved bitter Black Widow profits lawsuit. Big financial win for Oscar nominee. This is very exciting uh, for ScarJo. I, I kind of forgot about this, but I guess, you know, that's what happens when you take public battles and bickering behind the scenes. Um, just days after the first court hearing in the Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow Profits Megabyte lawsuit on Disney uh, was pushed back to March 2022, the Oscar nominee in the House of Mouse have made peace, and it was pricey for the latter. Quote, I'm happy to have, <laughs> excuse me, I'm happy to have resolved our differences with Disney, said Johansson in a statement released Thursday, continuing, quote, I'm incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years and have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. That's like a tuning to a completely different, you know, sound. I look forward to continuing our collaboration in years to come. Unlike their uh, vitriolic filings and their shaming PR statements over the past few, Marvel owner Disney had nothing but love to say for the actor who brought Natasha Romanoff to life for them nearly, in nearly 10 separate films. Um, I'm just going to go here and read. I read here in this article. Okay. Disney incurred the wrath of many, including Johansson's CAA main man, Brian Lord, for not, o for not only telling the world that the actor got paid $20 million up front for the film, but also tried to make their longtime collaborator look out and out cruel for standing up for herself. But later on in the article, it does say here that, um... Oh, goodness. Where was it? Hold on. I saw, I saw a figure here. Hold on. Hold on, sorry. I'm just like, I literally read a figure. I just want to, I don't want to like misquote it here. Oh, there's so many, oh, here it is. As is almost always the case in cases like this, neither side gave any indication of how much money was uh, involved in the settlement. However, when all said and done, the deal will run to more than 40 million sources tell deadline. Accordingly, the funds will not be paid by Disney in a single lump sum if you pick up the creative accounting I'm putting down. Okay, so $40 million. So she got paid $20 million, so She's getting an additional $40, $20 million. Can you imagine? But you know what? She deserves it because what's in a contract is in a contract. I mean, I said what I said, and Scarlett demanded what she demanded. So good for you, Queen. I knew they'd get cough up. And, you know, Disney's, Disney's like a multi-billionaire. Like, give Scarlett her money. Like, she's bought, made billions for you. Just throw her a little lump sum of change. Plus, she just had a change. Plus, she just had a second baby. So, like, she needs the money. I don't know. All right, you guys, that is our Friday episode. 
I really need coffee, so I'm not even going to do my whole spiel. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fabulous weekend. Be safe, be kind. Um, I'm Andrew DeVitri, the Mistress of Pop Culture, and I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple Cast, Box the Radio, um, the podcast app, the iPhone, basically an Aero podcast stream. You can hear my podcast. Okay, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll chat Monday. Bye!